Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. We are entering the final month of the NBA regular season. The playoffs are around the corner, and while some teams are locks to make the postseason, others are fighting, scrapping, and clawing for their chance to raise the Larry O'Brien Trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of all the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, and if during that game the team of your choosing hits a three, then you win $100 in free bets. That's 100 to 1 odds of the team of your choosing to hit a three-pointer, and they don't even need to win. This year's team have been hitting threes on an unprecedented pace, so get in on all the action with DraftKings Sportsbook before this offer ends. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a basketball team of your choice hits a three. That's code THPN to turn $100 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. Talking Hershey Bears, AHL hockey, and all the hockey news that matters to this hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. Hello and welcome. My name is Richard Blosser, your hack with a microphone and a really, really big imagination, welcoming you to this podcast. The Grit and Barrett podcast is, of course, as you heard in the intro, they are sponsored by DraftKings and presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere, they have a podcast for all 31 NHL teams. And now, this hack is bringing you minor league hockey on the American Hockey League level. There's also general hockey shows on there as well. Please go check them out as well. All righty. Enough kissing butt. Let's get right to it this week. The boys had a busy weekend on tap. Well, at least for me, it was busy because we just didn't have hockey to deal with everyone. It was WrestleMania weekend, baby. So I had wrestling on that night, 
two hockey games going. Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. Oh, I'm not going to have any sleep problems this weekend. I'm going to be fine. going to be nice and tired by everything runs out. So we get up late Saturday morning because, well, it's Saturday, and why not? My beloved's off working at Hershey Park, and I'm getting ready to go. And I get a text from a buddy of mine in Allentown, Phantoms fan, and he says, Hey, bro, I just want to let you know I'm hearing the game's being canceled. COVID. So I just want you to tell you know, your fan base so nobody drives out there. Keep in mind, this is like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I see this, and I, I tell them, Okay, dude, look, I, I appreciate what you're doing. I really do, but I'm not going to get on my fan on the fan club page, nor go out on Twitter and say, yeah, the Bears game is canceled because somebody uh, DM'd me or slipped into the DMs, as the kids like to say, and says, hey, the game is canceled. He says, this is straight from the locker room, bro. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm like, look, I follow others. It's nothing against you, but I follow Patrick Williams, Tony and Roddick's, and others, I would know if the game got canceled. So I appreciate what you're doing, but I'm not gonna. Well, no more than a minute later, bring from Hershey Bears email. Important message about tonight's game. Uh-oh. Bring from the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Important message about tonight's game. Oh, no. Ding. From my buddy. I just got the email. Yeah, dude. I just got it too. So, it was made official. at probably at like 1.45 p.m. Actually, I got it here. Yep, 1.45 p.m. The Bears and Phantoms game at PPL Center had been canceled for Saturday, April 10th. A makeup date will be presented at a later date. Well, sugar, honey, and iced tea. There goes my double dipping on the night. So the game got canceled due to COVID protocols. And from what we are hearing, apparently somebody popped a positive during morning skate, possibly. And I, I, I heard the lamenting everywhere. Well, you know, for the safety of the players, we just can't take that risk. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Prayers up for all the Phantoms players. Yeah, yeah, I know, I hear it. Why don't they cancel the season? There's only a month left. Oh, God, people. Oh, God, can, can, okay, 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 I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. First off, screw COVID, because that game robbed us of a World Junior Championship rematch, because on Friday, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms were getting Cam York. One of the top prospects of the Flyers system had been tearing it up in college hockey with the Frozen Four done this past weekend, which, by the way, everyone, raise a glass to the University of Massachusetts defeating... Who'd they beat? Who'd they beat? Oh, doesn't matter. Nobody remembers second place. Winning 5 nothing in Pittsburgh for the Frozen Four. So, everyone, down your drinks for the University of Massachusetts Men's Ice Hockey Club. Anyway, 
Cam York was set to join the Phantoms, while Connor McMichael is with the Bears. One of the captains of Team USA taking on the golden boy of Team Canada at World Juniors back in January. Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. I get to see these two guys go back at it. But no, Corona Chun decided she was going to show up in Allentown because she can. And, well, Saturday night's game was canceled. Well, anyway, the show goes on, as the Wolf of Wall Street once said. And, well, we couldn't. We couldn't sit around and feel sorry for ourselves, boys and girls. I didn't like the game got canceled. I really didn't. This is the minefield we have to work our way through this season because of everything going on. You know, the Bears have been extremely fortunate that ever since, what, mid, mid to late February, we haven't really had to deal with this. I mean, sure, people can whine and gripe that they're not getting it, but it could be worse. It could be Utica. Look at what Utica, Rochester, and Syracuse are going through. So, once again, Bears fans, be thankful what you have because there's a lot of other teams that don't. Anyway, let's get right into the business at hand. That We were back at it on a Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock start at Giant Center between your Hershey Bears taking on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. The I-81 rivalry was back at it. Protoss was in the lineup working the third line as well. Phoenix Copley, your goalie, going at it. And the boys were off and running on a Sunday. And the boys just come out hot. They get the first seven shots on Wilkes-Barre through the first. Six nothing in shots. They look at Maxime Lagans and say, you're going to have a rough day, buddy boy. And just go after him early. And that third line goes to Woik. Brett Leeson goes into the corner, digs a puck out, throws it over to Snively, who just from the right circle just throws it across. There's Protoss, throws it on net. He scores! Alexi Protoss, his first professional goal, gets it by Lagance. Five hole right between the legs, and it's 1 0 Hershey. Save that puck for that kid. Protoss, number 40, gets his first professional go mazel mazel good things huzzah for the kid and it's one nothing hershey and we are off and running on a sunday afternoon and then well it starts to get a little ugly out there as, as i've said with with wilkesbury the hits now between wilkesbury and hershey the hits are getting a little harder the elbows are being thrown a little high and the open eyes hits are saucy and spicy and you could you could tell a out there it's it's getting rough but the boys are hanging in there it's still one nothing in comes martin fibiari does a dump from the blue line and in comes osland and bam lights him up shoulder to chest and he goes down hard i mean big hit it was legal it was nice but kale kessie like uh like bobby in in good feathers if you know you know just looks at him and goes that's it you want a piece Let's go. Just grabs him and just goes, wham, wham, beaten, beaten up on him. Bloody fists, fists being thrown. Helmets come off. Oslin trying to hang in there, but goes down in turtles. Kale Kessie gets pushed off, skates over toward the bench and does the whole. 
just wiping his hands as the refs are pushing him away. He wants to keep going as he goes to the penalty box, and then they just say, no, 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 go to the locker room. You're done. Kale Kessie, I love it. Uh, I should do that Vince McMahon style. I love it. Okay, okay, now that I've gotten that out of my system. Looking at this a couple days later, the hit from Oslin to Fiviari was clean. It was a clean, hard hit. Fiviari just went down, but Cassie just said, nope, nope, here we go. I'm throwing fists. Here we go. And I remember, I think it was a couple years ago, that when me and the guys were sitting up at 217, and it's one of those games where you know when every check gets thrown, everybody wants to go. Just beyond chirping, like every big hit, after every whistle, there's pushing and shoving. And nearly after every hit, guys start squawking. And Jim, one of our resident old-timers up in 217, says, you know, you don't have to fight a guy after every hit. And I know I can hear fourth-line podcasts going, what do you know, old man? But I think I see what he means on that hit with with Fiviari. In the moment, my personality goes, get him, mess him up, fight him. But the logical side, which my buddy Jesse is, and now the logical side of my brain is saying, yeah, that was just a clean hit, and he fell near the Wilkes-Barre bench. I mean, in, in the 90s, that gets shown on ESPN National Hockey Night, and we keep playing. So, was the fight warranted? I don't know. Possibly. I mean, Kale Kessie, I don't mind Kale Kessie standing up for his guy. It's Hershey and Wilkesbury. But perhaps in another time, that fight doesn't happen. Maybe in another age in hockey, Fiviari just gets up, readjusts his helmet, and away we go. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe, maybe Jim was right. Maybe every hit doesn't need to have a guy go fight him. But I love Kessie's attitude. Just the wiping of the hands near the bench. I love that kind of it. And then it turned into fire wagon hockey there in Hershey. Everybody just starts running and gunning. Three on twos the other way. Two on twos. Shot, rebound, grab the puck, go the other way. Y'all are just running and gunning, as NBA Street once said. But... The boys are still in the lead, one nothing. Shots are 17-17 after two, and, you know, Phoenix Copley's playing pretty, pretty good hockey. He's doing rather well, isn't he? Shh, shh. Zach on the broadcast. Well, you know, Phoenix Copley is having a really good game to this point and appears to be clean on the score sheet, and that's all I'm going to say. Shh, Zach. No, no, no. Zach, don't do this. Okay? <laughs> you have done this before. You've done this before. Just say he's playing really, really, really well. That's it. That's all you got to do. If you know, you know. So Wilkes-Barre, delay a game penalty on the Bears, and Wilkes-Barre gets a power play midway through the third, and they work around the outer boards. Hershey's PK playing nice. Puck thrown on net. Scramble. Scramble in front. Phoenix got it. Belleville shot. Scores! Belvari. Big game Billy, they call him, beats Copley out of a net mouth scramble, as Uncle Doc would say, and we are tied at one point apiece. 
or are we? Terry Koharski, if you know, you know about Koharski. Terry Koharski, he didn't point to the net. No goal light went off, and there's no goal judge. So the refs are going, did you see the puck go in? You see it go in? I was watching the puck. I didn't see if it went in. Can, Can we? Well, this is not a problem. I mean, we'll go to the videotape. That's what we do because it's hockey, damn it. We go to the replay gods, and they skate over, and then we realize something. There is no video replay, boys and girls. There is none. Because of COVID this year, not every arena teams play in has video capabilities. So therefore, the league made a blanket rule that there was no video replay. Now, does Hershey have cameras that could do the old straight-down camera view like the NHL does? Yes. Does Mohegan Sun have that ability? Yes. Does the PPL Center have that ability? You bet your sweet bippy they do. Does uh, the Binghamton Devils there at RJ Bonibus Hockey Hoose? No. Because it's a practice rink. You don't have a need for something like that. So, yeah. You can't replay it. Call on the ice is no goal. You can't review it. Well, there must have been a goal judge there. I mean, he could have turned the light on. Oh, that's right. We don't have a goal judge because, haha, <laughs> COVID. Yeah. We don't have that. So, on something that usually happens to us, and because Koharski blatantly missed it because he was watching the puck, no goal. The goal does not count. And it was in and out, ladies and gentlemen. Through very slow replay on the television replay, because this was on Fox 43, it was a scoop up and in that just goes in the goal and right back out. It's a goal. It's good. I'm saying this as a Bears fan. That counts. Belvari scored. But Koharski didn't see it. He didn't point. And therefore... Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Play on. Still one nothing Hershey. Oh, man. Oh, I even said this on Twitter. The hockey gods will not approve of this. The hockey gods will get us back for this. I'm, I'm telling you. They they do not approve of such transgressions. And the, and the show goes on. Wilkes-Barre's pissed. They don't get anything out of the power play. Garrett Pilon puts the dagger in on an empty net goal. With 80, what, 85, 45 seconds left in the game. Go warm up the bus. Garrett Pilon scores. Son of Rich Pilon. That's for you, Islanders never say die. And it's, actually, I hope that's right. Hope I have the right guy. Anyway, 
2-0 Hershey. Clock winds down. And in the words of cousin John Walton, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkes-Barre. Shut out and shut down by Phoenix Copley with some slight assistance for the 12th shutout of his career. Huzzah, huzzah, one and all. The boys beat Wilkes-Barre and sort of sweep the weekend. If you uh if you listen to our previous pot our my previous podcast, episode 14, that was filmed last Thursday, the Bears beat the Binghamton Devils in Binghamton on Wednesday. So therefore, Wednesday and Sunday, the Bears win the weekend. Of course, their third game did not happen. So you know how I said about the hockey gods do not forgive nor forget? Well, <laughs> they didn't. Because the news came down today, because of said COVID, the Wednesday night game in Hoishi between the Bears and the Phantoms, the perhaps another step to turn it going back to normalcy, a Wednesday night midweek game at Giant Center between the Bears and the Phantoms, or the Bears and whomever, those Wednesday night games, they don't draw a lot but they get a very blue-collar feel to them. The game has been canceled. Actually, canceled slash postponed. Anybody who bought tickets for said game will be automatically refunded through Ticketmaster. The game will be made up or should be made up at a later date, according to Hershey. This was announced today, April 12th. Oof. Maybe this is just the hockey gods getting back at us. But who knows? The game on Saturday is still set to go on as scheduled as the Bears will take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. 1 o'clock start on a Saturday. Hashtag 1, 1 p.m. start times still suck. And, well, I, I wish I had two games to, to talk about to everyone this week, but unfortunately I don't. It was only one game, and there was some action in it, but not a lot this week, so it's a little slim pickings. But we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. And when we do, it is trade deadline madness. Get ready and hunker down, boys and girls. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and benders there. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And it is time for one of the great traditions of the hockey season. No, it's not the All-Star break. We don't get one of those this year. No, 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 it's not. Not the Winter Classic. We're not getting one of those. It's one of the more normal things of the hockey season. 
No, not Tom Wilson getting suspended. That's already happened. It is the trade deadline, ladies and gentlemen, where everyone makes last-minute deals and cuts deals to either get that rental that'll push them up and over the edge or siphon off a few deadweight contracts to try and set themselves up for next year. Now, before we do start, I want to say something a buddy of mine said on Messenger the other day. And this is very true while the deals were going hot and heavy over the weekend. In a flat cap year over next year, management is going to be exposed. The competent managers will know how to maneuver their budget past this flat cap troubled waters and come out of it better than in a position when they entered. Others are going to crash into a whole bunch of icebergs and dead weights dragging the ship down. Anyway, I said ship. Ship, everyone. That's what I said. Anyway, we're all in for a little fun. So while I could go over some of the other major moves, I wrote a few of them down, dropped my pen. Uh, There's a few here before I get into what the Capitals were actually up to. A couple big names that moved were Nick Foligno went to Detroit, as did David Riddick. Toronto's gearing up for that all-in year, aren't they? Especially David Riddick, which will now push Toronto's uh, goalie depth up to five. What does this mean for Freddie? What does this mean for Jack Campbell, their new lord and savior? Where does David Riddick fit into all this? Who knows? It'll be interesting to see how the Great White North will go through this in Toronto. Now, if they can only get through their lockdowns and shutdowns up, up there, God help them. Up next is Jeff Carter, former Philadelphia Flyer, former Los Angeles King, has gone to the Pittsburgh Penguins with a reunion with Ron Hextall and Brian Burke. That's right. Burke's going to get those North American forwards, baby. As he joins the Pittsburgh Penguins, will join them tomorrow night as he will be wearing number 77 there in Pittsburgh. Quick, who was the last person to wear number 77 in Hershey? I'm waiting. No, that's wrong. Paul Coffey was the last one to wear number 77 there in Hershey. And uh, we'll see where this goes. Jeff Carter in Hershey. I hope they're playing the Flyers. I really do. But there was a former Hershey Bear that was on the move. Former Washington Capitol now as well as Jonas Siegenthaler. There's a name I haven't talked about in a while. Has been traded to the new Jersey Devils. Was shipped out on Saturday. And good luck to him. He is out of here. Now, I'm not going to... I was very rough on old Jonas brother. I will gladly admit that. But... You know, there are just some guys who do well in Washington who don't do well in Hershey. It just happens, okay? I'm not going to say, come out here and say, ha, see, he sucked. The Capitals didn't even want him. No, no, no. I'm not going to be that guy. I got on his case in Hershey because he was a pylon at times. He really was. But now, he gone, he'd been dealt, and do not have to deal with with him anymore my hands are clean in this he is off to the new jersey devils good luck to him we wish him well in his future endeavors now in return the capitals got a third round pick courtesy of cap friendly here they are great go check them out 
a conditional third round pick. Arizona's draft pick is currently listed as conditional between Arizona and New Jersey. If the pick is not transferred to New Jersey, the third round pick will be changed to New Jersey's third round pick instead. It, I can hear all you going. This is technical jargon, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. But let, let's not think about that right now, boys and girls. Jonas Siegenthaler has been sent packing. And, you know, just today, at the time of this recording, I was picking up my fiance. We were going to have a nice afternoon together. We were both off from work. We are going to have dinner. We're going to talk. It's going to be great. As I go to pick her up on my phone, it goes, dun dun Oh, there's a trade that's happened. Okay, da 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 The Washington Capitals have... Oh, my goddess! Oh, dear Lord. I did not see this coming. The Washington Capitals have traded Richard Panic and Jacob Verona. Oh, oh, And this year's first and second... To the Detroit Red Wings for Anthony Mothina. This is not a conditional. It's straight up. The Capitals traded Ponick, Verana. Ponick was a 1.6 mil hit this year. Verana was a 1.3, was a 3.3 mil hit this year. Detroit's taken all that money. And the Capitals are taking on Anthony Mothina's last year, his deal. At 5.7 million. Oh. Oh, Ovechkin. So, really, all they lost was... Uh, minus... Uh, what's the net net in that? 650,000. Oh, brother. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Anthony Montana. Verona gone. You know, the, 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 there was talk. That Verona was going to go because he'd been benched recently. Hasn't been playing very very well. Just isn't clicking inside of Peter Laviolette's system. Well, you know, it happens. It happens. You know, some guys just have an off year. Let's just, let's just see how he goes. He scored on, on Friday. That's a good thing. He'll stay. He'll stay around. They like him. Nope. Off to Detroit with you. Pack your bags and go. And apparently, according to some media, Jacob Verana was a very frustrating guy to Peter Laviolette. Mm-mm-mm. You know, wasn't there a guy who said he had attitude issues in Hershey and was declared a bad guy and a heathen for suggesting such a thing? That there's no that once you get to Washington, he was great. Who cares what he did in Hershey? So what if he walked out of a game five from the suites against Lehigh Valley in 2017? You're just a hater. He's a great guy and a Stanley Cup champion. You're just a hater. Hmm. Am I? Am I really? Good luck, Detroit. Who knows? Change of scenery might do him well. We wish him well in his future endeavors. And Richard Panic, good luck to you. But the Capitals weren't done. Oh, no, boys and girls. They got Michael Roffle from the Philadelphia Flyers. You might remember him from such teams as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and the Adirondack Phantoms. That's how far back he goes. The Capitals got him. Uh, they keep 25% of his salary, so it's only a $400,000 
salary hit, and the Flyers get a fifth-round draft pick, which was going to go to Vegas anyway. So, yeah. So, Raffle will play tomorrow, from what I'm hearing, and Matha should be available as well. Matha will wear 39, and Raffle will wear 17 as well. Um, I was not expecting the Capitals to actually really, you know, do anything. And as of right now, the Capitals actually have a second, third, well, third conditional that got traded to Arizona. They have a second, fourth, a fifth, and a sixth as of right now. They have no they have no first round that got traded away, although that's probably going to be a late first round pick anyway, and no seventh round pick as well. Well, Caps Chirp, I think, put it the best. This is a team that is tripling down on size. And I think it's not a bad option considering we are heading into a flat cap year and an expansion draft. I mean, I, I, I don't think Verona should have went, but, you know, Monta's 26, Verona was 23, see, no, probably 25 as well. Anyway, doesn't matter. He's gone. <laughs> but this will be interesting as we go into the expansion draft of which one of the forwards are going to be left exposed. And I have a hack theory, and I'm going to say this right now. I think I think the highest name that should be put out in the open for this, and Caps fans are going to hate me, and I'll, I'll talk about this with Caps Chirp next time they let me on, but I think it should be TJ Oshie. I, look, like, hey, 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 put down your torches and pitchforks. Look, Oshie's a great guy. He really is. You're on the hook with him for the next four years after this season. He has a 5.7 cap hit for the next four years. You got to resign Ovi. He's going to sign and probably give you a friendly deal. You're paying Backstrom a lot of money. You're playing. You're paying Kuznetsov a lot of money. You know, Tom Wilson's making a lot of money. So is Lars Ellers. He's one of the oldest guys you've got. Besides him and Raffle, who's now 32... And Nick Doubt, who's going to be 30 as well. Why not put Oshie out there to go to Seattle? How often are you going to see Seattle? He's the oldest guy you got next to Zidane Chara. So, and it's nothing against Oshie. I got nothing against him. It's just, he's 34. It's a really big contract. That's 7% of your cap that he's eating up by himself. So, food for thought, everyone. I'm not saying he's going to. I don't hate Oshi. I really don't. I'm just saying he might be a good option for the expansion draft, but we'll deal, deal with that when we get there. So that was some moves dealt by the Washington Capitals this year. Thank you to Cap Friendly and their website for putting up such great knowledge about all this stuff. 20 seconds left. And I think that'll do it for us this week. Ladies and gentlemen, I know a little lean on the beef this week, but there wasn't a lot for me to run with. COVID canceled games. And I thought maybe there might be another midweek show this week, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. And it looks like we might stick with Tuesdays going forward. So we'll see how things go. Thank you last week to the Caps Chirps podcast for welcoming me on. And make sure you go check them out on Twitter as well. That's Caps Chirp on Twitter. Check them out as well. We are, as always, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Please check them out for all of your NHL team team needs and of course for the AHL you can come to this hack as well 
thank you to everyone for listening this week, for your times, your listens, and your downloads. I am so grateful that you have allowed this hack into your home talking hockey nonsense with each and every one of you. We've got about a month left in the season. We probably got only like 15 games left, everyone. So love, hug, and cherish this hockey season because it will be gone before you know it. This hockey season may mean nothing to you fans, but it means a lot to these players and to all the other journalists and podcasters like myself out there. This this season is real to us, damn it. So to everyone, as Red Green once said, keep your stick on the ice, and we'll catch you next time. That's the end of the game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.